So a mother is a seer. She is highly prophetic. She may not be able to tell you much about your life, but for sure, she can see the future of her seeds. She can see the goodness, the excellence in her children, even when the world sees nothing, nothing good about them. So mothers are highly prophetic in their dimension of spiritual operations as relevant to matters concerning their seed. Mothers are also designed by God they are designed as heaven's highly classified secret agent. An uneducated woman, think about it, a slave woman gave birth to a son and hid him for three months away from the dangerous intelligence agent of the world superpower at the time. Dear mother, as pertaining to matters concerning your seed, what God has put in you is better, bigger, stronger, and wiser than the entire central intelligence agent of any world superpower. Really? So be bold, be strong, be comforted, and assured that you are a special agent from heaven to do mighty things and great things for God. A mother is not only a special agent of heaven, but also a builder, an innovator, an engineer, an expert in building and construction of that which will protect their seed. An expert in building a spiritual covering that will protect and preserve the life and destiny of a seed. From the life of the mother of Moses, we discover that mothers are not just fantastic heaven's secret agents or builders, but mothers are accurate in positioning and monitoring. Accurate in alignment, in positioning, in monitoring. It is just part of their divine inbuilt virtue to position, to monitor things, and to do excellently well in them. I mean, these are things we learn in the university as engineers. These are things we learn, but they are naturally built into the woman, into a mother. They are built into every woman and activated in every mother. The next very important grace and potential in every mother is the ability to negotiate. Mothers are great negotiators. I repeat, as a mother, you are destined by God to be a great negotiator. Exodus chapter 2 from verse 5 to 8. Then the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river, and her maidens walked along the riverside. And when she saw the ark among the reeds, she sent a maid to get it. And when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby wept. The baby wept. So she had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Miriam, the daughter of Jochebed, she said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call a nurse for you? From the Hebrew woman, shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew woman, that she may nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go! So the maiden went and called the child's mother. Wow! Wow! So, 
Jabez positioned her older daughter to monitor baby Moses. Why she, the mother, monitored the older daughter from a distance. Can you see that? Can you see that? So it's a layer, it's a relay, it's a relay of monitoring system <laughs> designed by this amazing, wonderful mother. Yes. She ensured double reliability. She positioned the daughter. You monitor the baby while I monitor you. It's a chain reaction. It's a chain monitoring system. Wonderful. Wonderful. As soon as the son was visible to Pharaoh's daughter, she zoomed in through her daughter to negotiate the training and development of her own son. Now, to negotiate is to have formal discussion with someone in order to reach an agreement with them. So, mothers are naturally skilled and wired as negotiators by God. When the angel came to Mary, Mary queried, Mary queried and had formal discussion with the angel to know how shall these things be in Luke chapter 1 verse 34 to 38. Read it for yourself. The angel explained to her how the Holy Spirit will overshadow her to conceive the Savior. But when Zacharias, the father of John, a high priest, attempted to have the same formal discussion with the same angel six months earlier, according to Luke chapter 1 verse 18 to 20, he was severely punished and for nine months he could not speak until the child was born. Mothers, I want you to acknowledge today that you have been empowered with the grace and authority to negotiate matters concerning your seed, whether in the natural or in the spiritual. The prophecy is still valid over your life. The seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent. It is up to you to decree what I carry, my seed, my seed, will bruise the head of the serpent. Fathers cannot attempt certain things that mothers will get away with in the realms of the spirit. No way. Concerning the matters of the seed you carry, fathers cannot attempt certain things that mothers will get away with in the realms of the spirit. The same angel that came from heaven spoke to Zachariah, the father of John the Baptist, and the same question, very similar question, how shall these things be since I am an old man? In Luke chapter 1, and the angel said, you, you are asking questions you are not supposed to ask. You have no power as a father to negotiate matters concerning the seed. You will be dumb. You will not speak until the child is born. Because you have no right to speak and negotiate concerning the seed you have not carried. The same angel appeared to Mary and Mary asked similar question. How can these things be since I am a virgin and I know no man? And the angel of God took time to explain these matters. To Mary, fathers cannot attempt certain things that mothers will get away with in the realms of the spirit concerning their seed. It is simply not in the father's place to negotiate certain things concerning their seed. Probably that's why you never hear about the father of Moses in all of this process. 
mothers, you have so much grace that you should use in the spirit. Because the enemy knows, he knows the power of your spiritual grace and strength. He tries to divert the focus from the spiritual to the physical. So many women think they can use their body, their looks, their shapes, their sexual capacity to get things done for them in the physical. Oh no, it's an abuse of potential. Satan has successfully diverted the attention of some women from their internal inbuilt spiritual capacity and kept them focused on spending their time and resources on the ministry of external affairs, high heels, high lashes. It is great to look great outside, but it is time to recognize that the power working in you can turn things around and change situations forever. Can you imagine a mother earning a salary to take care of her son that was number one on Pharaoh's most wanted death list? Can you imagine that? She got her son out of Pharaoh's death list and got herself as a mother onto Pharaoh's payroll. <laughs> Mothers, you can make the devil and his agents pay heavily for even attempting to attack and eliminate your seed. Yes, yes, he must pay you back for trying to make your daughter wayward. Oh yes, he must pay you back. The enemy must pay you back for attempting to make your son rebellious. Oh yes, he must pay back for attempting to cause pain and affliction in your home. Yes, yes, this is payback time. I decree in the name of Jesus, this is your payback time. You must get your seeds, you must get their names out of the wicked list of the enemy and put your own name on their payroll. They must pay you. The enemy will pay you for taking care of your seed. They must pay you back. Oh yes, it is scriptural. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 6 verse 31 that if the thief is caught, he must pay sevenfold, seven times. A slave oppressed, she was introduced as a professional nurse to Pharaoh's daughter. And she earned the salary of a professional nurse. Wonderful. The Bible says in Proverbs 6 verse 31 that if the thief is caught, he must pay back seven times. So it's time to demand. It's time to demand. It's time for you as a mother to demand sevenfold return for the devil attempting to steal your focus, to steal your joy, to steal your passion for your ministry, for your calling, to steal that which God has given over. The grace, the unction, the wisdom, the anointing over your son, over your daughter, over your seed. It's time for you to demand. Satan, I get my son, my seed's name, my daughter's name out of your wanted list. And I put my name on your payroll. Begin to pay me from today. Seven times you will pay me. All the times I've wept. All the times I've cried. All the times I've knelt down to weep, to pray, to seek the Lord, to all the times I've invested over my seed because of your attack, it's time for you to pay. You will pay back. You will pay through your nose. You will pay me as a professional nurse. Mothers, it's time to negotiate to your advantage. <laughs> it's time to negotiate until the enemy pay 
praise heavily for his attempt to stop your seed from becoming what God has mandated him or her to be. Your effort and labor in hiding your baby, in building your seed, in positioning and monitoring of your seed will never be in vain. The enemy will pay back and it will pay back big time, big time. Never negotiate like a weakling. No way. The girl looked at Pharaoh's daughter in the eye and said, Shall I call a nurse, an Hebrew nurse, a Hebrew nurse for you? A nurse, a professional person who will take care of the baby. Dear mother, you have the spiritual capacity to negotiate your seed out of the enemy's death list and put your own name on the enemy's payroll. Yes, but to attain this realm, you must first see great values in your seed through the eyes of the spirit. You must hide your seed. You must build a protection around them. You must position them accurately, monitor them divinely. And then you can look at the devil, look at the enemy in the eye and say, it's payback time. It's time to pay back. Yes, all the years that the locusts and the canker worms and the palmer worms have eaten. Oh, the Lord promised to restore them. It's time to get them back. It's time to get them back. A mother met Jesus our Lord in Matthew 15 verse 26. She knelt before him seeking deliverance for her seed. <laughs> her daughter must be free from the torment of hell. The only way to get the wicked enemy to pay, to pay, to pay for troubling and afflicting her daughter was to meet with the loving Jesus, with the powerful Savior. But the Lord wanted to test her faith and teach us a great lesson. He told this Canaanite Gentile woman, that mother, that healing and deliverance was the children's bread. And it was inappropriate for him to give what belongs to children to dogs. Can you see that? But this mother responded in faith, saying, Lord, even a dog is allowed to eat crumbs from the master's table. Ha <laughs> ha! Yes, the woman was indirectly saying, a dog with a crumb from the table of the Lord Jesus Christ is strong and mighty enough to confront a roaring lion from the devil's camp. This mother did not give up. She negotiated with the Savior until the Savior looked and said in verse 28, O woman, O mother, great is thy fate. My good God, a mother has been designed to negotiate for the freedom, release, victory, and deliverance of her seed. Oh yes, but Jesus said it all. It takes faith. Not just normal faith, but great faith great faith. So a mother who stands against all odds to negotiate the destiny of her seed is a woman of great faith. Stand mom. Stand. Stand mom. Don't give up without a fight. Don't let your baby down. Don't let your seed down. You have everything to resist the enemy. You are a prophetess mom. You are heaven's sacred agent. Mama, you are a Mama, you are. You are a global spiritual positioning system. Mama, you are a divine monitoring expert. Who? Mama, you are an excellent supernatural negotiator. So why should you give up 
Why should you give up on your seed? Why should you give up on your marriage? Why, mama? Why should you give up on your calling? Why? Why should you give up on your job? Why should you give up and allow the devil take over? Why should you give up on your seed, mama? When you rise, the enemy will fall. When you rise in prayer, when you rise on your knee, mama, the enemy will fall and pay back in full. It will pay you for his attempt over your seed. Rise, mama. Rise, mama. In the name of Jesus, mama, arise. This is a prophetic word to every mother listening to me right now. Arise. Arise. Go beyond the ministry of external affairs. Begin to use the inward grace, inward capacity, enabling power that God has built into you. You are a builder. You are a builder. You have everything it takes 